0: So if you're looking for a real estate strategy that works in today's market, you are going to come back to this episode often. Let's go.
1: Welcome to the Russell Westcott podcast, helping real estate investors like you acquire the inspiration, knowledge and skills that you need to start, grow and
0: scale the real estate investing portfolio of your dreams. Hey, gang, how's it going? Russell Westcott. Hope you're having yourself a a wonderful day. What are we? Just checking on the old spreadsheet here. We are episode 176. And if my calendar serves me correct, this is dropping very shortly after Remembrance Day. So first and foremost, thank you for all the veterans. Thank you for everybody that is in public service. Thank you for everybody that's first responders, our veterans. Um, your service is very dearly needed. And I just wanted to just thank each and every one of you for for your service that you've uh, uh, contributed to our wonderful nation that we have and the wonderful freedoms that we have. Okay, gang, um, I'm going to keep this one tight. I'm just going to give a little bit of o- upfront opening context for you before we get rocking and rolling. So this... Um, episode that you're about to listen to came from a live presentation that I delivered probably, geez, about five or six uh, weeks ago now. It was a cash flow recharge summit hosted by our wonderful strategic partners over at Streetwise Mortgages. Now, speaking of Streetwise Mortgages, make sure you stick around. We're in the middle of the episode here, probably around 20 minutes in or so, Dahlia has a wonderful strategy and a wonderful tip about bundling uh, financing, bundle financing options. So make sure you stick around and listen to that. So that event that Dahlia and her team put on was a bunch of wonderful real estate investors just sharing strategies and tips and resources and help and support to help you navigate the current market environment that we're bumping up against right now. In some markets, we're bumping up against some challenges. We truly are. And in some markets, the challenges, one of the challenges is growth, is rapid appreciation and rapid growth. So each market has its own differences. Each market has its own economic fundamentals. Each market has its own... um Trials and tribulations, and things that are not going well, and some that are going well. Even within each of the markets, there are different hyper local opportunities and challenges within each of those markets. So, with all that as a backdrop, this was a live presentation that I delivered to help um, boost cash flow for people. And this was a strategy that is one of my favorite strategies that I use. Now, I only had, I think, about 35 minutes and to pour 23 24 years of experience into something uh in a 35 minute time frame is is daunting at best and i went as fast as i could i tried to pack in as much content and information as I possibly could in that 35 minutes. I think I almost, I think I even made the joke on the beginning of this presentation is I almost combusted. I was trying to go so fast and get so much content and pack so much into a short period of time. And what I decided to do is, you know, Dahlia and the Streetwise team being wonderful strategic partners has uh, uh, given me permission to share this with you. This is a wonderful presentation about taking an asset that you per- currently potentially own and how do you reposition that asset to bring capital partners in how do you potentially take a property that you have that's not just underperforming maybe it's underutilized it's under um it doesn't it's not at its highest and best use maybe there's a huge opportunity for you to take something where there's one and when you're done there'll be 8 10 12 14 when you're done and maybe there needs to be some capital required to bring that vision to life. In this strategy, I share how you can reposition that asset. So how you can tap into its potential. Okay, gang, with all that being said, I'm sitting there going, I'm I'm stumbling a little bit. And I'm trying to think of what I'm about to say, because I'm about to introduce myself here. And I always find it so odd. It's just the weirdest thing is to try to introduce yourself. So anyways, why don't I just go with this, ladies and gentlemen, Please enjoy this strategy on how do you tap into unutilized equity and potential in your properties. All right, gang, so here we go. We're in live presentation mode here, and I'm a little bit different than most presenters you're gonna see. I have a few fun things that we're gonna do, and I tell you what, I'm gonna get rocking and rolling, and I love what I do. It's, we're talking real estate, and when I get fired up, I start almost turning into flames. Like, really, flames start happening, and then you know what? when flames start happening when you get started going so fast? Bombs! Start getting dropped on this presentation that we're about to deliver today. I am going to drop as many bombs as I possibly can in my 35 minutes that I have with you here today. Now, here's the cool thing um, I have one big, bold promise for you here today. My promise for you is I'm going to provide you with a powerful strategy to help you weather the turbulence you may be feeling right now and grow your portfolio all at the same time. So, Maybe that sounds a little bit too good to be true, like I mentioned. Weather the storm and grow at the same time. That is what I'm going to do here for each and every one of you today is we're going to dive headfirst into it. So let's just jump right to the PowerPoint. Let's jump right to the presentation here for you. So the strategy I'm going to share with you is simple. We're going to take an existing property that you currently own right now. Maybe it's something that you've been owned for many years. Maybe it's something that you've just bought in the last couple years, maybe since 2020. And maybe you're sitting on it and it's all of a sudden now starting to go a little bit on the negative cash flow side. And you're wondering what to do and your, your thought is, well, geez, I have to sell it, right? No, I'm going to show you another potential opportunity that you can to deliver some added value and deliver what an opportunity is here for it. So first and foremost, what is the opportunity, right? What is the true opportunity in the marketplace right now? So I'm going to just take a little quick sidestep here to just share a little bit of market intelligence and market data. I love the presentation that Rob McLister did yesterday morning. Fantastic insight. I wish I wish we had like seven seven more Rob presentations. It was fantastic. But I'm going to share with you really some in in, in depth analysis before we talk about, because you have to understand what the opportunity is. So I firmly believe right now is, you know, let's be a solution in the marketplace. Let's be A value add. You know, it's no secret that over the past 12 months, Canada added 1.2 million dollars, million dollars, million people of of, uh, immigration into our country. Now, gang, we can argue if that was right or wrong. It's happened, okay? It's also forecasted that Canada is still going to add another half a million more people by 2025. It's not slowing down. This is 100% not going to slow down here as well. There is a serious home shortage out in the marketplace right now. So what do you want to do is you want to be a solution provider to that. So here's just a quick graph that I got from the National Bank of Canada It shows on the on the right hand side can show population growth in the red and in the blue line on the bottom is housing starts. Right now, housing supply is not keeping up with population growth. CMHC is forecasted to add 3.5 needed. In Canada, just based upon current shortfall and future demand, we need to add about three and a half million more homes by 2030, and the National Bank of Canada is forecasting that we need to build 144,000 homes per quarter. Now, that is double the best performance that has ever happened in Canada. So that, in my opinion, is a serious housing shortage. So is that a crisis or an opportunity? I think it's an opportunity if you really want to dive into it. Now, this one right here, if you actually dive into it regionally a little bit, is this is a, from the National Bank of Canada, again, that shows that we need to add about .1.61 houses per working age population growth. Right now, Canada is woefully short of that, like truly woefully short. And it's actually, uh, there's a sh- serious shortfall in the prairie provinces. And among the biggest Big four provinces, Alberta needs the most homes to be built. And I believe there's a huge opportunity. Q, something that I just learned about a year ago. And I've been spending an entire year diving into this to try to crack the code on this. If any of you have heard about the ho- missing middle, missing middle housing, we're all familiar with single family homes. We're familiar with big giant condo towers. But there's a, a segment in between that called the missing middle. Now, what I'm going to here to share with you guys is I'm going to share with you How you potentially can take something that you own right now as a single family home, turn it into something that is highly sought after and desirable, and then present it to family, friends, business associate, accredited investors, let them buy into an opportunity for you to take advantage of as well. Okay, but before we do dive headfirst into the strategies, there needs to be some do's and don'ts. And I'm a firm believer in sharing the real story. I'm going to share you the good, the bad, and the ugly, but you really need to understand this strategy. And I wish I did have, you know, a month to to talk about this because this strategy is in depth. I'm going to try my best to to give you as much information as I possibly can to get you inspired to take a look at this yourself. Okay, so here's some do's and don'ts. So definitely you want to get some professional help, right? Don't go alone on this. 100% do not go alone on this strategy. This is one of those ones where, you know... uh, You can't just you know wing it and figure it out which is the next one is you really need some good tax advice so thank goodness we have cherry chan that's presenting later here today for everybody is in this kind of a strategy i'm about to share where you're going to do changing of use you're going to add value to properties you're going to you know potentially sell it from one entity to another you're going to get some serious tax advice don't wing this one don't pretend that you know what you're doing get some serious advice I also am encouraging, strongly encouraging you to get some specialized financing advice. This is not the time for you to go to your your aunt and uncle that's a mortgage broker, unless they're named Dahlia, right? You need to get specialized financing because we're going to be talking about some highly um, customizable financing products here as well. We're also going to be talking a little bit about venturing into the commercial world as well, which I strongly encourage. Honestly, I sit here and I go, I've I've bought a whole pile of residential properties over the years. Like for past twenty three years, I've I've transacted hundreds of places, and um, I've just discovered commercial financing in the last little while. And I sat back and I go, "What? Why did I wait so long? Like seriously, why did I wait so long to do this? What was so scary about this? Like here, here's you know, twenty three years. I've taught tens of thousands of people. I've wrote entire books on it." And only in the last couple of years, I've really jumped into commercial financing. And, you know, we all have our shortcomings. We all have our things that we're scared of diving into. And I sat back and I looked at it after I was going through it and I go, this just makes sense. As a matter of fact, they celebrate when you have a portfolio of properties. Oh, you have lots of real estate. Awesome. Can we see all the financials? Wow. Woohoo. Congratulations. You've done very well. As opposed to sometimes on the residential side. Oh, you have more than five mortgages. Tisk, 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 you know, bad on you. You have to go somewhere else. No mortgage for you, right? So, guys, we're going to talk about uh, a strategy here today, and we're going to really go deep into this one. And the deep is specialized financing, not unsophisticated advice. And then the last one is you need to add value. You need to add value to the transaction. We're not just talking simple marginal deals. Now, what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is the following I'm going to talk to you about a couple things. I'm going to talk to you about this is a real life conversation and a real life deal that's on the work. Okay. So I just had recently had a conversation with somebody and they're, um, they just closed on a property in, uh, in, in the GTA area, GTA area, and it was a pre-sale condo and they've closed on it. and they pay, I think they paid in the $900,000 range and they paid a lot of money for it. And uh, they were sitting there and they were analyzing the numbers and it was going to be like negative almost $2,000, $2,500 cash flow. And then they heard the strategy about, well, why don't I just bring a joint venture partner into this and they can cover my negative cash flow. And I said, okay, great. That sounds really wonderful. What's the value when you bring in the investment partner? Oh, well, they're just going to put in, you know, $100,000 and they get 50% ownership. I go 50% ownership of what? They go, 50% ownership of this condo. I go, okay, what's the, what's the price of the con- What's the value of the condo? Well, 900000 I go, what's the mortgage? They go, you know, let's call it seven seven fifty and change. I go, okay, so that was your down payment. So what's the value? The value is, well, it's going to go up in value over time. I go, well, that's speculation. That's not adding value to the, pro- to the process here for people. That's, uh, um, in my opinion, that's a marginal deal at best. And why would, so, so let me ask you a question. Would you invest into something like that, put $100,000 into something that's maybe uh, has no equity in it, that's at a peak of a market, and the only way it's going to make money is if it goes up in value over time? Would Would you put money into it? And they go, well, probably not. And then why are you offering this to somebody else? Okay. So what I'm here to do is I'm here to encourage you to add value add value to the process, take something, build it out, add more value to it, have something highly saleable to a potential investment partner. Now I'm gonna share with you a case study. Now this case study is, is in the works right now. It is a real life property. These are real life numbers. These are an exact, this isn't any fiction. This isn't anything made up. Now, some of the numbers you might, when you sit there and you might not believe they are true, but this is why I, I can share all contracts to share everything with you. This is a, a house that has an opportunity to build out densification into it. And it's in a market outside of Ontario. It's in a market in Alberta right now. Okay. And uh, just don't sit there. So here's the message I'm going to try to say. Um, don't throw the case study out because maybe it's not your target market. Add your numbers to the scenario and see how that turns out. Okay, so here's the first thing I'm going to share with you. Number one is, here's the situation. Situation is, it, you currently you currently own a single-family house. Really nice house in a nice neighborhood. It's fantastic. It's actually a fantastic neighborhood. It's, you know, it, it turned negative cash flow. It, uh, over a year and a half ago, it was generating about $400 a month. Currently, it's a negative $600 a month cash flow property. And even in a market that you can raise your rents and rents are going through the roof, It still turned negative because the interest rates went up so much faster than how fast we can raise our rent. It's turned negative. So there's a thousand dollar swing from positive 400 to a negative 600. It's a smaller house, but the beautiful part about this, it's on a large lot. The lot is about 7,500 square feet. It's a 50 by 150 lot. Okay. And there's been some new zoning densification changes that have just been introduced into this market. Now, have any of you heard any new zoning changes or new densification changes? You know, potentially all properties over time, I believe in most cities across the country, will have new zoning and densification changes. So don't sleep on this opportunity of adding units to properties that you maybe have. So what we're going to do in this property is we're going to do something very, very simple. We're going to take this where it's one house on a large lot, and we're going to turn it into this. We're going to turn it into a side-by-side duplex. And in the side-by-side duplex, we'll have suites in the basement. And on the back, off the rear lane, there's going to be two garage suites. So essentially, we're taking something that was a one-house, three-bedroom house. We're turning it into six rental units, side-by-side semi, with suites, two garage suites, all on one property. Okay, so here's the way we're going to do this. And I'll just give you a few of the top line details. So here's a few of the top line details. I sure hope you're enjoying this episode. Before we jump back to the conclusion, our strategic partners from Streetwise Mortgages are here with another important mortgaging tip. All right, take it away, Dahlia. Hi, I'm
1: Dahlia, founder of Streetwise Mortgages. Today, I'd like to share with you a financing strategy that will help you as a multifamily investor or if you are looking to get into multifamily. It is a great tool if you are going to renovate or you're going to build uh, a multifamily or if you are looking to transition something from a residential into Five or more unit. Here's how it works. Essentially, you can obtain a bundle loan. A bundle loan is an interest-only loan currently priced at prime plus two or prime plus three. Prime is currently, as of the date of this recording, 7.2. And a bundle loan allows you to do two things. One, to acquire the asset or pay off an existing lien on the asset. And that can go anywhere from 75 to 80% loan to value. Um, And it can go higher if there is a cross collateral. And then you get a second component parallel to that loan to renovate or to build. And that component can go up to 100% of the renovation or construction costs, including any soft cost and even the cash for keys that you may be using to reposition a building. So you get two loans, both at interest only with the idea of eventually paying these loans off with CMHC. So what we want to do is we want to look at your plan. Are you planning on buying a building to reposition through Casper Keys? Are we planning to build up a multi-unit that is five units or a month? Or do you currently have a residential site or a commercial site that you are transforming? Um, And then we wanna look at how long it's gonna take you? Is it gonna take you six months, 12 months, 24 months, 36 months or more? And what is the end game? What is your after-rental? value or after construction value and what is your uh, as complete income and expense statement. And with these parameters, we can help you structure this bundle loan. The beauty about this type of loan is that it allows you to exit with CMHC and pay the bundle off at low rates today at about four and a half percent, which are much cheaper compared to residential financing. And also you can qualify uh, under the CMHC multi-family regular program, which can get you up to 85% of the value at a 40-year amortization or under the newly um, introduced MLI select program, which can get you up to 95% of the value at a five- 50-year amortization. So if you uh, currently have a project that you're transforming from residential to commercial or you're looking to uh, reposition an existing five units or more or build a five units or more, this is a great financing option for you to keep more money in your pocket and also to help you uh, exit with CMHC. You can uh, reach out to us at info at streetwisemortgages.com. And we're happy to show you how to use this type of money and how to structure your deal for success.
0: We're going to turn one house into two houses to a semi, essentially two houses side by each, and there'll be six rental units. There's going to be two three-bedroom, three-bath houses, two two two-bedroom, one-bath suites, two two two-bedroom, one-bath garage units. There's going to be a total of two houses with suites. So in essence, we're taking something from one house that has three bedrooms, Two bath into 14 bedrooms, 10 bath rental property. Okay. And they're going to be large. They're going to be highly desirable rental units. They're going to be large square footage. They're going to be anywhere between 700 square feet on the suites all the way up to 1750 on the side by side semis per side, like high, high rentable, highly desirable properties. So just a couple more of the top line numbers, the land, that house right now, sitting on that large 7,500 square foot. No, that wasn't a typo. It's not 3.25 million. It's it's value. If you put that on the house on the market right now with a house in that neighborhood would sell for 325,000. How do I know that? Because that's what we bought it for. Okay. Uh, we have a fixed price build contract from a reputable builder that's going to build our six units to our side-by-sides with garage suite for $1.36 million. So we're into this place with an all-in, that's completed price, that's everything including, including the blinds and landscaping, everything included for $1.685 million all-in price. And we have a certified appraiser from someone we paid like $3,000 for this appraiser. And it's based upon the income model approach. They gave us a certified appraisal at 1.835. So this deal right now, the beginning has $150,000 of built in equity right up front. So now I'm going to sit there. Now I have something I'm going, geez, now this is a saleable deal. This is something that I can take out to the marketplace. This is something that people would be really interested in buying into. So a few more top line details here. Financing. We're getting financing on this place at 95% loan to cost with a 50-year amortization on a 4.4% ceiling interest rate. Certificate was issued two weeks ago. So it's already locked and loaded from CMHC. We've got a certificate in hand for this one as well. The estimated capital from a partner to come into this deal after the purchase of the land which we already own, plus the build cost, plus the refi at the end will be about it. They'll be left in about $135,000. So only a 7% down payment capital is required to get into this deal. Now, here's the kicker. One of the things in this too, is there was just a little announcement that just came out a little while ago that you potentially can get, you can have your GST paid for on rental properties. If you're building rental properties, New construction properties you potentially can apply to get your GST back. So here's the cool thing here, gang. That seven percent down payment might go down to two percent or less. Now sit there, think about that for a second. Even if it was one hundred thirty-five thousand, if I went to a money partner, a joint venture partner, family friend, business associate, and said, "Look, for one hundred thirty-five grand, only seven percent of the value of this asset, you can get into a wonderful." 1.68 million dollar asset. That'd be something that would be a value to you. Now it only gets better. These things now that we have 6 units, before we were only getting about $1800 to $2000 rent, our rent now bumps up to 11,500 and I believe that's low. That's actually conservative. By the time this is built in spring of next year, that rent potentially will be $1000 higher in my personal opinion. And our estimated cash flow based upon all the variables we have is about $1,100. So we're taking something from negative 600 to positive 1,100. And once we factor in the new rents and everything like that, I believe it's going to be even higher from there. Okay. So that's one of the things there. So now, how do I structure this? Now, how would I go about putting all this deal? together for everybody. There's a lot of details on this on how to structure, and this is one that I'm going to take a little bit of time on this, but I do want to open up for some questions at the end here as well. So what I would do with this one first is I would bundle everything up. Like let's put it this way, that presentation I just shared with you and some of the top line details. That's like a 47-page PowerPoint deck of information and details and stuff like that. I just gave you some top line. Okay. But suffice it to say, we've done our homework. I've built all these things in. I've got the the land in place. The financing is 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 literally locked and loaded. The um all the numbers, all the build costs, all the design plans, permitting's going in, everything's going in. So what I then do is I bundle all that up and I start putting it out to family, friends, business associates, if somebody wants to get in on this deal. And then I, what I do is I have a partner would buy into this place. They would buy into the property at the cost value, at build cost, not at valuation, at build cost at 1.685 million, they would buy into that. Partner would then go qualify for commercial financing, construction plus completion. Now, this in and of itself could be an entire presentation just on the financing alone. And that's why we have Dahlia doing all her wonderful work that she's doing of helping people with the financing. But a partner comes in, they qualify for a construction mortgage and a completion mortgage, and they have to contribute $130,000 to this too. And then what we do is we now have a co-ownership of this property at fifty. dollars 50. Okay. This right here is the strategy. This right here is the structure, but it all starts, it truly all starts on having a fantastic deal. You have to have something that people want to invest in. You have to have some meat on the bone. You have to be able to sell it to somebody. You have to have something that some people are very interested and in, highly desirable. Taking something from one. Turning it into six is highly desirable. Now, in that zoning where we actually have, we actually can add eight, up to eight units on it. But we chose not to because it would just add too much density. We'd have to shrink all the units down. We'd actually have tenant turnover quite a bit on that. So we chose to go with a nice sweet spot of going six units. So some of you might be sitting here going, you might be sitting there going, well, geez, Russ, uh, I have a property out in in, uh, Welland And it's got a huge lot. And I've been wondering what to do with it. Well, maybe the zoning hasn't come there yet. Maybe you can't apply to get that much density on it yet. Okay? But what can you do? Maybe some of the new changes that have come, you potentially can just get involved, find out some people that are maybe redeveloping in that area. If you're sitting on land positions right now, meaning small house, large lot, you, in my opinion, are golden. Right. Even though it might look like on your balance sheet right now and your cash flow statements that it's negative because you only have one rental unit, you just never know what that property can turn into because densification, affordable units, housing, adding more housing units. Now, for example, that that place I am shared with you is you're taking something from one house, adding six units to it. We actually have to enter into an agreement with CMHC that we have to have 25% of our units have to be affordable. So two of the units are lower two suites, are going to be uh, locked in at affordable rates for the next 10 years. Now, What does all that mean? There's a lot of details in that, but we're actually adding units. So where we went from where there was only three bedrooms to 14 bedrooms, one rental unit to six rental units, we're adding density and we're adding affordable units, making sure you are a solution provider to the process. Okay, so that's just something simple to structure a deal. So here's a couple simple, simple next steps. Steps for everybody here, and I do want to leave a little bit of time um, for some questions at the end here because i I believe sometimes one of the best presentations are is when you um, when you deliver something you you deliver what you've promised and then you add so much more value that you create more questions, which is good. more questions lead to more answers, which lead to more information. so here's some simple next steps for each and every one of you. number one is bring value to your deals always don't just offer uh, a marginal property to somebody bring value now if you can't see the value maybe this is where you need to have some help and guidance to find what the value in the opportunity always structure those win-win deals structure that opportunities be part of the solution don't be a problem right don't sit there and whine and complain and like honest to goodness gang um twitter what a cesspool that is right now. Like, seriously, like if you go to, if you go on Twitter right now, it's like every single article, every single person is talking about the doom and gloom. I, I, honestly, it's probably 10 to one negative versus positive. Like, seriously, be a solution provider if somebody is having a challenge. So, you know, let's take an example. Power of sales have gone up, right? In, in the GTA area. Is there an opportunity there, right? Can you potentially learn how to potentially take over people's mortgages? Maybe there's some creative strategies that are out there. Maybe you can find a way of negotiating a really good deal and attach capital to uh, an opportunity there. Help people out. So be a solution provider. I always believe in getting some support on your journey. Honest to goodness, I've been doing this for 23 years. And if it wasn't for my coaches and my mentors and people that just keep pushing me each and every day, I would be sitting and (laughs) curled up, sucking my thumb and I would be sitting there right now and I'd be terrified right now you need some help. That's why these events that you're attending right now are that important and something that you really want to engage with. Go to these events more. Here's, here's the sad reality. I've been doing this for 23 years, educating, training, and most importantly, I'm a real estate investor first and foremost. During times of turbulence, during times of challenge is when people actually back away from the support when things are going great and everybody's doing well and rah 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 sis goon, bah, you know and everybody's you know giving you <laughs> applauses thank you thank you thank you thank you you know you're you're walking through the room in the in the conferences and your head's feeling this big yes i just bought a property and it went up one hundred fifty thousand dollars last week <laughs> Oh, oh, look at me. Then all of a sudden, when, the, when it turns the other way and you're going, what the, f-? right? So you just sit there and go, this is when you need the help the most. It truly is. When it's going really well, right? That is when you maybe can back away a little bit from the conferences. But when the turbulence is here, that is when you need the support. And then I encourage you is if you are looking to invest into yourself, Invest into another piece of real estate or invest into some coaching some mindset training something like that Just always remember that you're worthy of the investment. You truly are You have a lot of worth to add if you've had a if you stepped on a landmine and and maybe you've lost a limb along the way Just remember you have to first forgive yourself. Forgive yourself I'm going to forgive myself that I made a mistake, but at the same time I went for it. Damn it you know, nine out of 10 people wouldn't even go for it. So give yourself some acknowledgement that you went for it. You went all in, you took an action. It didn't turn out. Forgive yourself, dust yourself off, and let's just get back at it again. Okay. So a couple of things before I end off, and I do want to open up for some questions here as well, is if any of you are interested, I have a wonderful story to share with you here at the end. If any of you are interested, I do have a podcast. I'd love for you to check out the podcast. Uh, I go into a lot more depth and detail into a lot of these kind of strategies. I'd love to share with you. Or if some of you are YouTubers and you like the, the YouTube, I have put together a YouTube uh, video quite... I've taken a... When was the last? It's been a... The YouTube has taken a little bit of a break. I have like nine videos sitting there waiting to be finished. And uh, those are all coming out very, very shortly. So by all means, do that. Okay, so here's the... Final story I want to leave with everybody, and I want to keep us on time, and I do want to have some questions. On a lot of the pictures I share with you today, I had this picture of a house that had an outdoor well with a pump jack on it, okay? Now, this uh, outdoor house had a pump jack. It reminds me of, like, I grew up in small town Saskatchewan, in and in a, I grew up in a mobile home park, which really did. And we had well water. We did actually have indoor. We did we had indoor running water. But over at our town hall, there was a an outdoor well that you actually had to have a, a pump and you had to pump this handle to get water from it. Okay. And I remember we'd always go there and we'd from time to time we'd go get some water from the well. Here's the thing, gang. When you go to that pump, you just don't pump it once nothing happens. You don't pump it twice. Nothing happens. You don't pump it 10 times. You have to pump that thing. You have to work and you're going. oh, done this. This is ever going to be any water coming out of this sucker. And then finally, after about 40, 50 pumps on the handle, then some water starts coming. Oh, awesome. Then it gets pretty easy. The water just keeps flowing. But what happens if you stop pumping? If you stop pumping, all the water goes back down to the bottom of the well, and you got to start all over with 50 more pumps again. Okay. So just keep at the well, keep on with the pump handle. Now, here's the last thing I'm going to share with that story and that analogy for you is if I'm pumping it and finally the water starts flowing. Awesome. It's going, it's coming so easy. Look at all this. I'm pumping and pumping. The water's flowing. And then all of a sudden the water's just flowing out all over the ground. gang you need to have a bucket you need to put it at the end of the spigot where the water comes out to catch all the water so all your hard work of pumping the pump handle jack was not go to waste you put a bucket at the end of the spigot you catch all that water and you keep pumping and you just keep working because good things come to those who put in the work and if you never quit and if you keep learning from your mistakes you too will become an overnight success ladies and gentlemen thank you very much So what did you think? Did it get the old, uh, the old um, cranium going, the old uh, inspiration going on the knowledge, and maybe it just got the wheels turning? That's what I was really trying to look for. Maybe it just inspired you to take a look at the current assets that you have. Like one of the things I'm doing right now, and I've been having conversations, I had three of them this past week with, with current investment partners, With people that I've been working with, people I've been coaching and consulting with, is how do you potentially take underperforming assets and how do you then reposition them into something that might perform better, something that can tap into some opportunities, something that you can add some more density to, something that you can take a potential opportunity of tapping into some wonderful financing that's out in the marketplace right now. So that's just one of the things I do all day long is I I sit here and I strategize, I help people move forward that might be a little bit stuck in what they're doing in their portfolio. So I'm going to put this out to you is if you are interested. If you're just maybe grinding and you're spinning your wheels and you're just not sure about what you're up to or what's going on or what's the next five moves for you that you need to do, that's what, you know, and I'm going to toot my own horn here for a second, is that's one of my brilliances. That's one of the things that I believe I do very, very well, is I help see things for people that they can't see for themselves. Not only that, I help put execution plans together to how to take those next strategic steps and then also hold you accountable to those next strategic steps. So if you are interested in having one of those conversations, you and me, mano a mano, And we'll talk about exactly what you're bumping up against, how you can potentially move forward with what you're thinking about. If you're interested in having those conversations, um, in the links below in the show notes on this podcast, um, hit one of up, by all means. Or the simplest way, if you're interested, just hello at russellwescott.com. That's hello at russellwescott.com. You hit that. That's an email. comes directly to my inbox Team will take a look at that and I will probably ask you a few questions before we book a time and you can have a conversation, we can have a conversation. You can get access to my calendar and we'll book something in there for you and I to talk one-on-one, okay? That offer and that opportunity is available to you if you're interested. Um, I can't say I, I have a lot of time, but I do have time for people that want to help themselves, people that are interested in moving forward. So if you are interested in moving forward, and you're interested in helping yourself, and you just need another pair of eyes on something that you're doing, you're feeling a little bit stuck, I'm here to help. And with all that being said, ladies and gentlemen, remember, in every interaction you have with another person, always leave them feeling inspired, encouraged, and come from a place of love. Bye for now, everybody. (laughs)